Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 80 of Be With Me in 1 Corinthians. This might be, probably is, the last episode in the book of 1 Corinthians. That is the last episode of season 10. That means 1 Corinthians. And what I was going to do is to summarize all of 1 Corinthians in seven minutes. And here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to give a one-word uh, answer to every, or one-word summary of every chapter. I'm going to start with chapter 1. Give one word, explanation, do that 16 times, here we go. Chapter 1 is divisions. The word is divisions, and the the 1 Corinthians starts with a fight amongst themselves where Paul is appealing to them that you agree and that there be no divisions among you, that you be united in the same mind, in the same judgment. And he starts by saying, uh, the Lord is choosing foolish, low, and despised people so we can't uh, boast. In other words, he starts to solve the division problems by humility. The second one is chapter two, the word is trembling, where Paul says, I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in trembling. He approaches them uh, uh, humbly. The third one is growth, and that is uh, in chapter three, I planted Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants or waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. So the main thing in all of 1 Corinthians is pointing towards God. Fourth word is unpuffed. Humility would be another word, but unpuffed is more fun. 4-7, for who sees anything in you? What do you have that you did not receive? If then you received it, why do you boast as if you did not receive it? So don't be don't be puffed up. And then he sort of threatens them at the end of that. He says, shall I come to you with a rod or with love and a spirit of gentleness? So he threatens the proud here. Uh, chapter 5, the word is judge. And that is, there's a rebuke that's happening to the arrogant church regarding a sexually immoral person. And where do we find that person? In the church. And there he asks the church to be judgmental, not to not be judgmental. Um, and he, he actually says to purge this person and deliver this man to Satan, which of course, as we remember, is one inch outside the door of of the church. So there's judgment in the church. That is assessment um, and rebuke if necessary. Verse chapter six, the the word is a not own. I guess that's two words, where he talks about fleeing sexual sexual immorality. For you do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, and you are not your own. So the priority then is placing uh, ownership on God. And then it has all kinds of uh, various uh, repercussions about what we should do with our, our bodies and our hearts. That spills over into chapter 7, where uh, the word is rights. He's talking about marriage, and rights are given by a husband to his wife, that is, his bodily authority rights, and similarly, rights are given by a wife to her husband. Bodily authority is given up in marriage. If you don't want to do this, then don't get married. 
and uh, obviously this, there's a sanctification process that happens as well. But the the where push comes to shove in chapter seven is the rights that are given up in marriage, in love for the marriage. Okay, chapter eight, the the word is stumbling. So knowledge is puffs knowledge puffs up, but love builds up, and it it's all talked about in the context of food, and food does not commend us to the Lord. So we are supposed to be doing our actions with an eye to not being a stumbling block towards our brothers and sisters. So that is, our brothers and sisters are supposed to enter into the equation as we make decisions. And the the point is that we might win eventually that we might win some of them and we're not trying to and, and first let's not wound them or ruin them ruin them or destroy them and don't be a stumbling block to our brothers and sisters chapter 9 the word is rice where Paul says, I have a rightful claim for pastoral provision, but I've not made use of this. That is, you guys should, or it's within my rights to request payment from you because I'm a full-time minister of the gospel, but I'm foregoing those rights and I've made myself a servant to you so that I can win more of you. So again, similar to the the marriage in chapter 7, we see Paul here surrendering, surrendering his rights as a minister to enact uh, a blessing on the people of Corinth and ask uh, for their best from from the Lord by denying this right that he has. All right, chapter 10. Chapter 10 is, uh, the word is uh, example, where the example of the Old Testament takes place so that we can learn. So the example and the catastrophes of the Old Testament are an example for us. Chapter 11 is despising. That's where the the church despises. uh, The church of God despises certain uh, practices in communion. And what they're doing is they're despising the church of God equals despising the God of the church. It's really terrible. Chapter 12 is spiritual gifts, but really it's about the common good and all the gifts are arranged and and parts are arranged for the common good. So the word is common. Chapter 13 is the classic love chapter, but I'm going to call it bear. That is bearing when provoked, bearing with people who you need to forbear and silence for, bearing where, where that is when you find yourself under circumstances, and bearing why, because we are a hopeful people. Chapter 14 is limits, and orderly worship is limited by gifting and discernment and preparation and leadership and purpose and gender and subjection. So chapter 14's word is limit. Chapter 15 is vanity. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. And then that's how it kind of starts. And then it ends with death being swallowed up in victory. And, oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? So he concludes by saying, be steadfast, abound in the works of the Lord, and know that those labors are not, again, 
in vain. And finally, service. Uh, Stephanus in chapter 16, a wide door effective work, and then Stephanus being a great server. That's it. That's 1 Corinthians in 16 words. Divisions, trembling, growth, unpuffing, judgment, uh, ownership, marriage, stumbling, rights, examples, despise, common, bear, limits, vanity, and service. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in 2 Corinthians tomorrow.